Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Now let us hear your lessons for living. So when we become a Christian, we're protected by God. He lives in us. He doesn't rent room. It's not a condominium for three months here and five months over here. We become the temples of the living God. And when, now, can Satan affect me? Of course. He can oppress me. He can cause me all kinds of stuff. And we'll talk about that during the weeks. But never possession. How often do you forget that we're in a spiritual war? There are two realities set before us. One is the physical world and the other is the spiritual world. There's always a battle for every soul. Our enemy, Satan, is deceptively cunning. But he's there always. But rather than try to guess his plans and counter all of his moves, Paul reminds us in the book of Ephesians to simply take up the tools God has given us and stand up to the evil one. We're to be clothed with each piece of God's armor be ready to fight against Satan and his army of demons. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 12, with our continuing study entitled, Angels, Demons, and People. supernatural is not from God. Angels that have fallen are demons, and they can do supernatural things. Uh, Let me just back up to one thing now. How many of you know that God wants every single person in the world to come to salvation, no matter where they were born, what their skin looks like, if they're pretty or or whatever, if they're short or tall? He he wants everybody to come to Christ. How many know that? So I'm going to share with you something. I normally don't do this. I don't talk against things. I just want to, I want us to be known for what we're for. Amen? But sometimes you have to just put the truth where it is. So understand what I'm going to give you this morning. Here's the first thing you want to write down. Muslims and the Mormon religion, both were established by people who said that angels spoke to them. They were not angels. They were demons. I'll prove it to you. So two of the biggest religions in the world, Mormonism, there's many more, I won't go into today, and Islam, came because their leader said he received a vision from an angel. Now, Joseph Smith, the Mormons, said he was visited by the angel Moroni. That would be a demon. Muhammad was visited by an angel he called Gabriel. It was not Gabriel. It was a demon. Both were given visions. Understand what the vision was about. Both were given visions and told that there was no true religion on the world. 
Everything that was in the world now, Christianity, Judaism, no, 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 it's not true. It's not true. Not only was the religion not true, but their religious book was not right. The Bible was false or not the complete revelation. So what do the Mormons do? They take the Book of Mormon and put it on top, the Bible. Now, you don't see that in their advertisement. What do you see? Because they're very deceptive today. Now, what about Islam and the Muslims? Do they use the Bible? No, they have the Quran. There was no true religion, so I'm going to start the true religion. Of course, now we have two lies, two different false religions getting started. And they were not visited by angels. They were visited by demons. But notice what they claim. Remember, the gospel is all about Jesus Christ being God. He is God in the only way to God. Mormons claim that Jesus is not God, but a created spirit brother. So... I mean, the, the Mormon is amazing in the background. They believe God was created. Huh? And he married an actual woman. And from that woman came Jesus. He was created from the birth. And his brother is Satan. Now, when we say that, we go, what? They believe that. How foolish. In the beginning was the word. He wasn't created. He's always been. Jesus has always been. So understand what's happening. Many Mormons don't even understand this. They think, what? That can't be right. So, again, it's about Jesus. Jesus is not God, the Mormons claim. Absolutely not God. Number two, Muslims believe that Jesus is not God. He, of course, isn't God. He's nothing more than a prophet. Now, a good prophet, but when you put Muhammad there, Jesus is always down here. And actually, the Quran will say this. Allah has no sons. But everyone says, we'll hear this in the political statement, Allah and God are the same. They are not the same. Our God has a son. His name is Jesus Christ. You say, well, Pastor Mark, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's deception. It's spiritual deception. And it's Satan's way to thwart the plan of God. They think they're going to go to heaven because you're a Mormon. They think they're going to go to heaven because you're Islam and worship Allah. No, we go to heaven because we worship the one true God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And this is his word. So, you, you see, the battle is real. And it's about people, and they're deceived. Now, both false religions were started because people were deceived by demons thinking they were angels. And they violate the very truth I just read to you from Paul. What did Paul say? If an angel comes to you, and he establishes a truth, and the truth that he gives you is opposite of the truth of Jesus Christ, may they be what? Just wiped off the face of the earth. It spent eternity without God. Now, why would God put that 2,000 years ago in the Bible? Because he knew what was coming. That's our protection. Do you realize how much God loves you this morning? Now, why are we here and we know the truth? Well, we're here so that the world can know the truth. We're not against people. But they have to know the truth. Now, now we come to the real personal part. What about demons and people? First thing you want to write this morning is this. 
demons can actually possess, and make sure you circle the word, unbelievers. There are many unbelievers around our world, and when they're possessed by a demon, they're controlled by the demon. Demons want to inhabit people. Actually, they also want to inhabit even animals if they can't get a person. When they do, that person has absolutely no control. That's what the word possessed means. They're totally possessed. They can do nothing about the demon in them. And these demons are able to speak through their victims. We see that in the Bible. You'll see this morning they demonstrate beyond the ability of man power, extraordinary power, and and they show different personalities. Now, sometimes there's a confusion with demon possession and mental disease. Some of it can be because of demons, but that's why you have to have the spirit of discernment. When, and, and we see demonized people here in our services from time to time, and we have to deal with them afterward. But I understand, every person that has a mental disease isn't demon-possessed. It's a mental disease, and they need help. Organically, the chemicals and so forth, we, we deal with it. But there are people who have these kind of things, we see it in the Bible, that need to be delivered from that. That takes a sermon. So as you see, the enemy loves to confuse all this, but it's, it's a real thing. Now, I want you to get ready for an amen. Could we hear an amen in just a moment? Just get, get, <clears throat> get your voice ready, because I want an amen. How many are ready for an amen after this? Yeah, you got it. You got it. Here, here's what I'm going to write. Watch this, and then I want to hear an amen. All of our campuses, here we go. Any demon-possessed unbeliever can be delivered by God. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. See, there's nothing more powerful than God. Now, when Jesus was here, people were shocked at what he could do because there was lots of demon possession in Jesus' days. Watch what we see in Luke 4. All the people were amazed and said to each other, what is this teaching? Talking about the teaching of Jesus. Watch this. With authority... And power, the right to use the power. He gives orders, not a suggestion to the demons and the evil spirits. He gives orders to the evil spirits and they come out. Amen. What does that mean? That means that God's more powerful than any demon. And the authority comes from God. To man. By the way, the Great Commission, go into all the world. All authority, Jesus said, is given to me, and he passed the authority to us. So we're representative of that. We face that in a, in a small way. Every place we go in those areas of the world, we face it. Again, here, not as much as overseas, but it's a real kind of world. Now, you see here that unbelievers can be influenced and, of course, controlled by demons. Now, here comes the big question. What about Christians? I want to ready for a new amen. It's going to come in a moment. So here it is. Write this down. A Christ follower cannot be demon possessed. Can I hear an amen? amen. T- turn to your neighbor and go like this. Whew. Whew. Praise God. Now, there's a lot of debate over that, but I think it's very clear to me. If you look in the Bible, you never see one instance ever of any Christian being possessed Now, possession means ownership. A Christ follower is not owned by Satan. 
The moment you become a Christian, God the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit, comes and takes up residence inside of us. We become the very temples of God. When I become a Christian, God the Holy Spirit puts a sign on my door. No rooms for rent. He puts another sign over here. Under new ownership. Hallelujah. You see, he doesn't think out here, we're not a timeshare. Here's a little bit for God and here's a little bit for Satan. Have a nice life. No, he can't affect us inwardly. Do you got it? So when we become a Christian, we're protected by God. He lives in us. He doesn't rent room. It's not a condominium for three months here and five months over here. We become the temples of the living God. And when... Now, can Satan affect me? Of course. He can oppress me. He can cause me all kinds of stuff, and we'll talk about that during the weeks. But never possession. We're under new ownership. We must never forget that we are covered and protected by the blood that Jesus gave when he died on the cross. Amen. So you have no fear at all. Now, we will see in future teachings as I talked to you about, how we we can never be possessed, but we can be harassed, and we can be oppressed, and we need to understand what that looks like and what that means. So I'm going to show you a story biblically, because I like to put Scripture with the truths that I've just given you. So let's turn to Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. Acts 19. All of our campuses, Vera, Sebastian, you guys watching online. Paul, let me give you a little background. Paul comes into this town called Ephesus. It's a great metropolitan area. But back then, it was a center for black magic and lots of occult practices. And the people were deceived into thinking that these magical formulas, this occult stuff, this superstition and sorcery, which is very commonplace, it would bring them success in life. See, people are searching for all kinds of things. One of the things, I'll give you a great testimony next week of how Satan deceives people. A young man from Canada who turns to Muslim, to Islam, heads overseas, and his statement, you'll hear it next week from his mother, he says to his mother when he's over there fighting, I finally found purpose for my life. I want to tell you this morning, there's no purpose for your life outside a relationship with Jesus Christ. That is what we were designed to do. Now, into this demonic metropolitan city, Paul comes with one thing, the powerful gospel of Christ. Now, I want to give you something to think about for a moment, and and, uh, I don't want you to send me emails. Is that okay? Because some of you are going to go, no, it's, it's very true. There's lots of ways that unbelievers can find their way into demonic oppression. I just want to give you two of them. These are two of the keys. Idolatry and the occult. Satan likes to deceive unbelievers with idolatry and the occult. He knows how to attractively package his deceptive wares. Understand, we are all kind of interested in the supernatural. It's kind of a thing that we think about. Even even this series. Wow, living in two worlds of visible. Ooh, that's kind of interesting. You know, uh, once in a while, not too much, I, I watch Dr. Oz. Some, some of this stuff's 
pretty good in the medical field. Some of his other stuff is off the wall. But you, if you watch him enough, he'll have mind readers. He'll have psychics on. And people just, oh, can you tell, can you tell what my mother thinks of me? I didn't get the same thing to my mother. And, and they play this up, and it's, it's demonic right on television. And the people are going, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's totally demonic. And Oz himself is deceived. See, the occult is not something we play with. And I'll show you from God how horrible it is and how it leads people away from God. The Bible warns against any kind of curiosity or involvement with horoscopes, fortune-telling, tarot cards, palm readers, witchcraft, New Age consulting of the dead. The Bible says stay away from it. Well, Pastor Michael, horoscope, what's the big deal? I want to see what my day's like. If you have Jesus, your day's going to be okay. Hello? He's for you. He's not against you. Is it always going to be perfect? Of course not. Hello? Look at us. I'm going to give you one more. This is why I don't want you to email me. Then I'm going to show you the scripture that proves all this. There is some danger in some video games. Not all video games. So parent, don't go home and say to your 14-year-old, we're taking every video game and smashing it. Pastor Mark said it's demons. I didn't say that. Did you hear me? But if the video games you're playing are violent and you're chopping heads off and killing, yeah, where do you think our kids in school walk into a cafeteria and go, because they've been deceived by the video game. Now, that's not just for kids. Some of you adults play this. And there's blood everywhere and people. And, and then when we see ISIS, did you ever you see the picture the other day? One of the great countries in, in the Middle East, a park where kids come, beautiful city. ISIS had all the soldiers laid out that they just killed in the park. And the kids come by and there they are laying out. And their heads are on the post of every part. Now, where did that come from? came from the same person that made the video game that says, chop my head up, kill, 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 kill. Hey, this is great. No, it isn't great. It's demonic. Satan's come to steal, kill, and destroy. Be careful what you... See, what we watch, what we think we become. So be careful. Now, why did I say to stay away from the occult? Because God told us to stay away from the occult. This is not a Calvary Chapel deal. Look at Deuteronomy. Here it is. Do not let Deuteronomy 18 tell. Do not let your people... Practice, lifestyle. You, may, you read a horoscope three years ago. Forget it. It's a lifestyle. It's, you're, you're playing with it. It's becoming part of you. Do not let your people practice fortune telling or use sorcery or interpret omens or engage in witchcraft or cast spells or function as mediums or psychics or call forth the spirits of the dead. Would you say that's pretty clear? It doesn't say play around with it. It doesn't say, ah, what's the big deal? No, it's, a, it's an entranceway into the demonic. But the world doesn't know. Going down and offering gifts to the devil and then coming up and worshiping God. It's a disaster. They need to know the truth. Now, 
When we talk about demons and devils, there's always a dichotomy. Everything that God brings, when God brings a truth, it's right here. Satan wants to take it to two extremes, crazy over here and crazy over here. So let's think about it. Let me read to you C.S. Lewis. There are two and equal opposite errors in which our race can fall about devils. One is to disbelieve in devils and demons. So you're over here. You might be watching me. You're listening to me this morning. And you're on one of the campuses. I'm talking about devils and demons. I don't believe in that stuff at all. What are you, crazy? So you're over here. Now who put you there? Satan put you there. He's saying, don't listen to that guy. That's stupid. That's biblical crazy stuff. There's no such thing as a devil. So here they are. And here's the second, here's the other one. And the other is to believe and feel an excessive, unhealthy interest in them. So over here is, everything's a devil. Look real strange at your neighbor right now. (laughs) Maybe I'm sitting next to a demon this morning. Look at him. Look at him. Some of you are a little scared right now, aren't you, as you look at those people. Here's another thing. We get unhealthy. There's a demon behind every tree. And when you go to the parking lot this morning and you walk around your car, is there one here? Hurry, 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 hurry. Let's get in before the demon gets us. Now, making fun, you see the two extremes? Nothing to do with Satan. They're everywhere. I can't stand it. In the middle is the truth. They're real, it's personal, and it affects you. And it affects me. Now watch in verse 11. God did extraordinary miracles through Paul. He's come into the city. So that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick. And their illnesses were cured. Watch the last line. And evil spirits left them. Now this is unusual miracles. And this is these, simp- these sweatbands were simply points of contact. Today, kind of false evangelist, they'll send you in the mail. I-, I prayed over this cloth, I've anointed it, send me $100 and put this on somebody and they'll be healed. That's foolishness. Paul didn't ask for any of that. Remember one day Jesus was walking and Jesus said this, Whoa, somebody touched me. And the disciples said, What do you mean somebody? There's a thousand people around you. He said, No, 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 somebody touched me. And it was a woman who believed she she had to touch Jesus to get healed. She didn't have to, but it was a a point of contact, and she was healed. That's why sometimes we we anoint with oil. There'll be people praying at all of our campuses at the end of the service. We anoint with oil. It's not the oil. It's not the person. It's God. It's just a a point of contact that we do. So Paul's doing these amazing things. And when when God begins to change lives, can you imagine in the town, here's the word now, man, demons are coming out of these people in town. And so it spreads. And when God begins moving, guess who steps up to the plate? Satan. Pastor Mark shared a story with us about the Cerro Rico miners. It's a reminder to all of us that spiritual warfare is real with eternal consequences. But we saw that they just didn't understand the truth in God's Word. Pastor Mark reminded us that it's important for Christ followers to continue to go out into the world and spread the gospel. We are also to go to places where darkness prevails and spread the light of Jesus. Maybe you're listening right now and God has placed a certain person on your heart that needs to hear this message. Or maybe you'd like to share it with all of your friends. 
there's a simple way to share this message. Log on to Lessons for Living Radio and click on the radio program option in the main menu. There, you'll find the Lessons for Living media player. In the Messages tab, simply click on Today's Date. Then you can share today's message directly on your Facebook page, Twitter feed, or send a link via email. You can even embed today's message directly. Again, to share today's message with friends and family members, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Click on the radio program button, then simply click on today's date. You'll find all the options to share. The title of today's message is Angels, Demons, and People, Part 2. Or if you'd like, you can just remember today's date. Place a marker in your Bibles and join us next time here on Lessons for Living as we continue to venture into the world of Satan and demons. We will learn that Satan's main job is to deceive us with lies and twist the truth of God's Word. Even religions that sound good and they even do good things can be deceived. We will see that demons can possess unbelievers, but demons cannot possess a Christ follower. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue sharing with us from our series entitled Living in Two Worlds, Visible and Invisible. That's next time on Lessons for Living. Our eyes have seen and our ears have heard His word made flesh in a hurting world A new hope He is giving Lord, let us hear your lessons